Well, hello everybody and welcome to West London. The sun is shining and we are in our cozy little home studio. So I say, mia casa es sua casa. My house is your house. Amanda is with me. Hi, Amanda. Hi, everyone. This afternoon, I hope you're going to enjoy the broadcast. We're hearing from Scott later on as he preaches. Yeah. So the, the first thing I want to do is to go through some prayer requests. And um, we have uh, sent out the uh, Sunday prayer list, which goes out usually to the staff. We've sent it out to every one of you on our KT email family. And I'd like you to join with that, please, by going on to online, go to katie.org and scroll right down, right, right, right down to the very, very bottom. And there you will see the Katie email family and want you to just give your, your name, uh, uh, surname and f first name and then email. And you'll get all of this information uh, along with everybody else. And also we have had so many stories of things that have been happening, great testimonies, Amanda. Tell us about the food distribution that's been happening. Yes, we've got uh, people, from the, uh, people from the congregation distributing food through cells. We've got uh, Pastor Marcello and Eddie Walsh all distributing food to those who need it. We've had some great stories in, great pictures of food parcels being left on the doorstep and the bell being rung and then everyone disappears. So we're able to get food to any of our elderly people who need it or anyone who's housebound and really can't get out of the home. Please contact us in the usual way and we will make sure that you get your shopping. And what is happening too is that the cell leaders and cell members are doing a great job watching out for all of the cell members. So if you have an issue or a problem or you want to share something or pray with somebody, contact your cell leader and then from then onwards, we will be able to locate people who are out of reach and we will do what we can to get to them. Now, uh, Amanda, there was a tremendous story. We had a bit of a scare from a lady. We had a telephone call about her, one of the elderly people, and, and there was no answer from her. We sent Marcelo round and uh, we couldn't gain entrance, but we discovered that she wasn't very well, but she was fast asleep. And anyway, later on, when we made contact with her, she needed no food, but we called the ambulance because we were concerned. Tell us what happened next, Amanda. No, we uh, managed to catch up with her the next day. And although she's not particularly well, she's well known to us in the fellowship. She's got a bit of flu, but not COVID-19. And she's in constant touch with her son who lives in Canada, and he's in constant, constant touch with her every day. So she's well. We're keeping an eye on her, calling her every other day just to make sure she's fine. But the one we did have a scare with was one of our own Bible school students who was very ill. She has got the COVID-19. She's also an asthmatic, and we got very concerned about her a couple of nights ago. And it necessitating locating her mom, finding, calling the paramedics, and they came to visit her. They did not need to take her into hospital. But during the visit, one of the paramedics apparently was a little grumpy, obviously overworked and tired. So the lady who needed the service of the paramedics, she prayed for him, and he went away much more cheerful. So God's hand is upon all of this, I believe, in every way. Yeah, we, we are hearing 
stories of people who are coming to Christ. And as I've been saying to you, we don't we don't exploit the situation um, uh, and prey on people's vulnerabilities. But actually, we are available. And when people are reflecting on the big issues, uh, th thinking about what's happening to us, a lot of people will be reflecting on life and the meaning of life and turning to God uh, in a way which uh, opens them to, to receiving witness and testimony. We witness and testify through our lives and through our example, and we share the gospel wherever is needed. Yes, we heard a great testimony. I presume it's from a NHS worker. I don't know. But it's the story of a 17-year-old priest who was on a ventilator in a hospital, obviously had coronavirus. Yes, and was, a 72-year-old yes, priest. Yes, yeah. 72. And he sacrificially gave up his ventilator so that a younger patient could have the ventilator. He sadly died but the younger person was able to have the ventilator. So great sacrificial giving on behalf of the priest. Thank you for that. And and um, thank you for the person who sent that to us and they gave the text. Greater love has no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. And of course, that is a text that applies supremely to the Lord Jesus Christ, whose sacrificial death on the cross gives us life eternal and in abundance. Now, these good news stories, uh, we have a text or WhatsApp number, and I'd like you to take it down. It is 07570-261-697. I'll say it again, 07570-261-697. That'll probably come up on the screen. Now, <clears throat> use this to, to text or WhatsApp, text stories what's happening, particularly encouraging good news stories. Also, of course, text prayer requests to that directly. And we're monitoring that along with all the other ways that we are monitoring what's happening. And let us know of what is taking place and particular needs. But it'd be wonderful also if you could just take, take a little bit of footage. So there's a tiny bit of footage that you can take with your iPhone to speak into it or to show us what you're talking about. Not Nothing too long. And we'll put all that together and we'll edit it and we'll put it out. And I'm going to make some an exciting announcement very soon about, I mean, before we finish here, before we hand over to Scott for the 2.30 service, we'll be, we'll be talking about that. So that number again is 07570-261-697. Now, on the prayer sheet that was sent out to you, uh, we were talking about the global day of prayer and fasting, and that is 600 million evangelicals uh, encouraging Christians worldwide to pray and fast on this day. Now, if you've already just had your big lunch and, and, you, and you have, you've missed that, don't worry. You can still pick it up later uh, tomorrow and other times. And this is the World Evangelical Alliance that developed a global day of prayer and fasting based on what Psalm 107 and the theme, Lord, help. And I think we need to thank God for Christian unity as we join in prayer with other evangelical believers across the world. Now, of course, we are watching the news and I don't want to make this another news broadcast, but this is a serious situation, as you know, uh, 510 million people, more than around the world, more than that have been diagnosed with COVID-19. And um, we thank God that over 120,000 have recovered. 
but sad to say, more than 22,000 people have passed away. And, and we're going to pray now for those who are in crisis at, at the moment. And um, I'm going to ask Amanda to share a story. We have a, a, a poignant prayer request that has come in of somebody who has lost their mother and, and please for us to pray. Can you tell us about that and then lead us in prayer for all those who are sick and those who are bereaved right now? Yes, I can't find the text right now, but we had a request from a lady who recently lost her mother and who feels very alone in this uncertain world. And she asked us to pray for herself, for protection and for her family members. So, Father, we come before you right now and we ask, Father God, that you would speak comfort to this person, Lord God. There's no name, but she knows who she is. You know who she is. So, Father, speak comfort to her. And just wrap her in your arms of protection right now, Lord. And for family members, we pray that you would protect them, Father, and just bring your peace, the peace of God that passes all understanding. May it be their portion today. And Father, this is true for everyone who is anxious and worried right now. We pray that they would know your peace, the peace of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, also, we heard today on the national leadership team, we have a WhatsApp group and we, we, we chat throughout the day and almost every day. And uh, uh, Christopher Cartwright, who is the general superintendent of the Elam Pentecostal Churches, has shared that his, his daughter, Alex, is unwell. And, uh, and so we're going to pray for her and all others who are affected by the virus. And uh, for coronavirus uh, Praise points, there's a lot to give thanks for. There really is. In everything, give thanks, the Bible says. We praise God for the 750,000. By the time it, we count again, it'll be much more than that. If you remember, in the week, there were two amazing things that happened. There was that remarkable applause at 8 p.m., which was on Thursday evening all around the country for the NHS. And we want to join again and just do it again. We thank God for the National Health Service and all the, uh, the care workers and particularly the nurses and doctors and health workers in our network of churches and, of course, right across the nation. Then there was a, a, a call for volunteers Many people are unable to work right now. Some have been furloughed from their jobs and they have a lot of free time. And, and so they asked for 250,000 volunteers to be ready to go to homes to deliver medicine uh, and food, pick up prescriptions or do anything else that is required. And within a very short time, I think probably within that day or the next, but the very next day, they got more than 250,000, 750,000 volunteers. And in my own WhatsApp groups, what I have with different people who are in, in my Avantiglise group of people, these are people that we share with together, uh, pray together, well, as, as much as they will allow prayer, but we support one another. And it's, it is a pre-evangelism thing. Uh, so many of those young people who would not call themselves Christians are saying, I'm volunteering, I'm volunteering. And it's wonderful to see that wave of community. And various commentators are saying all kinds of clever things. But I believe one, one that I heard somebody say recently is very true. 
by the time coronavirus is over, we will have a, a different nation. We'll have people who are who are more uh, community-centered than before. We will value our friends and family much more. We will value the basic things of life much more, perhaps. And I think that can also have a tremendously good effect on the church, the Church of Jesus Christ. And I am so proud of all of you. I cannot possibly have time to explain all that is happening. The uh, team members are working fantastically. Uh, we have people, as Amanda was sharing, who are delivering food and taking care of people who are unwell or who are bereaved. We have the cell members pulling together. We have cell leaders pulling together. Don't forget, you can grow your cells. And it, uh, right now, you don't have to wait till we can meet physically and link up people. Maybe there are people who are watching our services this week as they did last week who, who don't yet know Christ. And people came to Christ without any effort or, or trying in, in some way to make a big point, a big spiritual point out of what is happening. So we are really, really grateful. So we're going to uh, praise God for those volunteers. We're going to praise God for the work of the cell members and the KT churches and all the churches. We want to pray for all the churches who are uh, live streaming as well today, for the care workers, the national health workers, and um, also particularly for those who are unwell, and we have we're receiving even as we speak of some time. I'll share some of that with you. So let's pray for these things. But remember, we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Here we go. Father, we thank you for the wonderful outpouring of compassion and community and the volunteer spirit. We thank you, Father, once again for those who are at the front line in the National Health Service. We thank you for those who are organizing, for setting up new hospitals, the Florence Nightingale Hospital, all the things that are happening. We thank you, Father, for the government resources that are being poured into this. We thank you for their promised protection for of employment right now for people who are unable to get employment and who are not being paid. Or We thank you for, for all that support, and we pray that you will bless the economics of this in our nation. And we thank you, Father, for those of our network and fellowship who are doing everything they can and the, and the celebrations that are happening, the parties that are happening, virtual parties and the sing-alongs that are happening. We thank you for that. We thank you for our team, our worship team, who pre-recorded in anticipation of today live worship to be, to be uh, recorded and sent out. We thank you, Father, for R.T. Kendall and his health and strength. We thank you, Father, for Gordon Neal as he preaches later tonight. We thank you, Father, for Scott, who is pre-recorded and ready to go at the 2.30 service. We ask, Father, that you draw us all closer to you and closer to one another in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen, amen. and amen. amen.